When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Inside the Banjoverse, exploring the minds of folk music's great artists. If you love the stories behind bluegrass, Irish, folk and Americana, then this podcast is for you. This is Enda Scal from Irish bluegrass crossover band We Banjo 3. Before you freak out, don't worry, there's actually four of us, and mostly just one banjo. That's me. Easily one of my favourite interviews to date is this one with Tim Eady, guitarist, melodianist, accordion player, multi-instrumentalist, musical genius, and not said lightly. Tim is free-flowing, free-wheeling, eclectic, and quite mad in a beautiful, wonderful sort of way. I do hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Great, so I'm live with Tim Eady. Uh, Tim is a fantastic guitar player and accordion player, melodion player, uh, originally from County Kent in the UK and now living in Perth, not in Australia, but in Scotland, and has over the years many, many times lived in various places in Ireland. Uh, how are you doing, Tim? Andrew, I'm doing great. You know, I'm, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a joy to be here with you, and I'm looking out on your lovely Galway garden there ah, which is good. that's because it's raining it makes everything look nice and green <laughs> <laughs> makes everything green it's lovely uh, yeah. no it's great to be on the show ender it really is and uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm here in scotland i can't really show you but where, the hills are sort of the the, the hills are over there the the uh, oak hill hills um we were living in donegal as you might know up until about about a year ago and actually we might be we'll be back we'll be back <laughs> so you're in uh, you're in golf country right now right I'm in golf country. I'm looking. I can look out, and uh, Mr. Colin Montgomery is. Uh, I can't call him a neighbour, but he, he he does live in the area. <laughs> <laughs> so does he know that he lives next to you? That's the important question. Well, and did you know something? I 
I, I, I have an awful feeling he doesn't yet. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to write to him. I'm going to write to him. He should know. He should know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, <only joking. laughs> I'm going to get you to play something right off the bat because I'm really excited to hear you play. So what, oh. what are you going to do? And I, do you know something? It just, I, I, you know what I'm like, and we've played together before, and you, you know, you know how mad the ED is. Uh, I'm one of these players, and I just, I play whatever comes into the head. And do you, do you know what, what came into my head? The view of your garden there, and 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 just something mad, a little, little beautiful tune, Kill Cash. Remember Kill Cash? You would have pl- probably learned this at school, I imagine, when you, you guys. Um, I maybe play a bit of Kill Cash. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to sing it. I'll leave that to Begley. <laughs> and, <laughs> and after that, I'll maybe, maybe, I'll maybe, maybe brave a very cheeky hornpipe. If my, if my Corona hands, Ender, I'm, I was telling you that I'm suffering. Uh, I don't know if any of your viewers have had this, but the constant washing of hands has yeah. cracked my, my knuckles. And, uh, and so I'm, if I make any mistakes, blame the, um, blame the, the, uh, the Corona. I haven't cracked anything, but I lost both of my turquoise rings. From oh my, my hands becoming so dry from washing oh and disinfecting God. the whole time. Oh no! I have to go back it's to the US to buy more. You have to buy more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's try a bit of kill cash uh, and join in. Join in now if you know the words. Join in. You might give us a note. <laughs> I mean, everybody else had uh, you know, the corona. I haven't cracked anything, but I lost both of my turquoise rings from oh my, my hands becoming so dry from washing and disinfecting the whole time. Oh, no. I have to go back it's to the U.S. to buy more. You have to buy more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's try a bit of kill cash. Uh, and join in, join in now if you know the words. Join in, you might give us a note. <laughs> I should probably do that again. My tuning is so bad. I oh, well, that's wonderful. Is it okay? Yeah, it's wonderful. Ender, I'm so sorry. I, I, uh, it's really funny because I was just saying to you there, um, when you're a musician that's not on, 
not we're not touring we're not doing any any gigs apart from the the odd uh, sort of facebook one and uh, what it, what i'm finding is uh, i apologize there because my strings are stretching but i haven't um i haven't been changing my strings like i usually would i would do it once a week even on the classical on the nylon guitar and i haven't been doing that and so uh, this guitar now i'm very naughty when i do my little facebook thing i i, I usually plug into an amp which you know gives it a little uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but um but you know what the um I apologise there. I shall I shall play you the hornpipe in a second when when yeah, we've wonderful. had a but um and I'll tune this old guitar but uh, a little bit of kill cash there um and I just yeah I just I thought it would be a nice little tune just for the morning um but uh, but if you want me to do an outtake I will <laughs> <laughs> well the the chat the chat that we had before we went went on air Tim that had more outtakes than uh... <laughs> <laughs> We can never, we could never publicize any of that stuff. That was cool. Oh, no. That's oh, just Jesus. private. <laughs> anyway, you you have played with a glittering array of stars over the years, from the Chieftains to Capricelli. Oh, the, the the list is endless. Now we know each other from many years, going to Flack Hills yes. and Willie Clancy and all that. And yes. most recently, we both played with Doctor's Wing. Yes, we did. A we did. band steeped in. Uh, wildness and incredible yeah. success yeah. and mad stories, mad um, stories and, and a history, great history, yeah. From from uh, got ended from from uh, from stadiums to didgeridoos to to fretless bass. <laughs> well, to James, James, James Taylor, amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible. I mean, do you remember? I I was I I loved. I only did a few with with you guys, and of course, you played with them for much much longer uh, uh, than I I did. I was I I I, I was sort of. Uh, I was just oh, I, I was so honoured. In fact, it was broadcast. Do you remember the gig in the Scotland? Uh, that was on the uh, on BBC, the, BBC yeah. Alba. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I just oh, they great memories. Then they're really. Mm. Great I, I did their their first comeback gig, which is at least oh, it must be twelve years ago now, and it was in Ennis, which is their hometown. And I've never experienced anything like it. Three thousand people, but the fervour was just. Off the charts. It was incredible. And I was so nervous because I was filling oh. in for Kieran Hanrahan and yeah. mighty big boots to fill, you know. Absolutely. And and when you were growing up, would you have listened? You would have been a wing, of course. You would have been yeah, a wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, And of course, I was one of the, well, you know, I'm, I'm a, as, as anybody, you, some of your watchers or listeners, if they know my music at all, they will know that I'm a, you know, Cooney is my, Steve Cooney, my mentor. And, uh, and of course, Steve was a big part of the wing. Of course, and he, well, uh, I know he left. When did he leave? And he he was in it for. A, I don't know, but he he wrote a lot of the really famous tune pieces. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and um, and yes, yeah, so, I mean, when I did it, I I, I got a blessing as well. I, I was given a sort of uh, given the thumbs up to do, you know, because I I was I was quite nervous, you know. But it was a wonderful experience, and and uh, and of course, um, best and they, Mike is a, is an engine room, isn't he? Mike mm-hmm. Hanra has the engine room of of of. Uh, creativity you know yeah so yeah. How, how did uh, how did you living in kent get attracted to a irish music b the guitar Cooney, <laughs> all of these greats how did all of that happen yeah well do you know and uh, so you're absolutely right so i was born in kent uh, kent is a, is a little county in england it's it's if, if you look on the map we're the, we're the closest county to france uh, although although unfortunately sadly because of this well i won't i won't mention politics but the <laughs> the awful brexit <laughs> The dreaded Brexit, which of course I am deeply opposed to, of course, but uh, but I, I would have grown up about twenty minutes from Dover. I'm sure you've heard of Dover. In fact, you've probably travelled for it many, many times. It's if you're ever going to the continent. Uh, so I grew up there. My mum was um, was born in Ireland. She was born in Dublin in, in Terenure, 
she she grew up sort of in Wicklow in Bray, and she grew up in 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 Cork in Cork City, uh, right at the top of Cork City in Gronabroha, which is like you know way up the top, and uh, and so she she would have left Ireland. Um, sadly, she left when she was about nine or ten years old, and they did the classic thing. They 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 came to to London uh, for work. Um, they spent about two years in London, and my my nan got very very sick, and she she had, my nan was a a really proud Cork woman, you know she <laughs> she in fact she lived in Kent until the day she died, but she oh my God she she you would hear her a mile away. I mean she she was she was Cork uh, she was from Shandon, uh, well uh, she grew up near Shandon and uh, Shandon Bells, and uh, you you'd hear her in you know you'd be walking down the street with her in Kent, and she. She had that wonderful cork accent. It was just, it was, it was brilliant. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, they they moved back again to Ireland when I think Mum was twelve, and unfortunately, that that move sadly didn't work out, and and that's why she ended up settling in Kent. Uh, and the family sort of grew up. I was born in seventy nine, and uh, my dad is a guitarist as well. Uh, I mean, he's not a professional, not a not a professional player. He could have been. Uh, but he's, he would be very much somebody into his gypsy jazz, you know, kind of uh, Django, all that kind of stuff, you know. But he also loved um, sort of folk music, a bit of English folk, Fairport Convention, uh, James Taylor, Johnny Mitchell, you know, the kind of usual usual stuff. And uh, But mum had a, my mum or mum and uh, my nan and granddad, of course, had a, a, had a brilliant sort of expat, if you like, Irish record collection with everything from, uh, you know, Foster and Allen, to um, the Chieftains, uh, loads of Chieftains, um, Chieftains and James Galway, you know, all the classic sort of old albums. And uh, and also then, as I got a little bit older, when I was maybe, I guess, around the age of, I'm guessing now, 12 or 13, we got more into wider Irish music, like uh, Didanen, uh, Frankie Gavin, uh, uh, Bob, Matt Malloy, because, uh, of course, we, we, we didn't, we, it's a weird thing, Andy, but I, I, I didn't, I did go to lots of flacchioles and stuff, but where I grew up um, was certainly not a hot a hotbed, if you like, of of of, uh, of traditional music. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it, it's uh, yeah, it was very it was very big for um, for for Morris dancing, which uh, which is something I shall uh, uh, yes, I shall uh, I shall yes. It's well, Oh, say no more, say no more. But, <laughs> but, but you know what? I try, Ender, don't, don't tell anybody who, I mean, in fact, Jesus, everybody knows this, but I, I tried it once. <laughs> did, you did you have the bells you know? on your shoes and all of that? All I of that? did, yes, I did. And the white handkerchiefs, I did. <laughs> See, I think, we've been to, we've done a few English festivals and there's always Morris dancers. Oh, always. Like, thing. You, uh, with the banjo, with the wee banjo, you've probably done K- uh, uh, Sidmouth and uh, Cambridge and stuff like that. And uh, and you'll always see it. And I mean, you know, and, and the funny thing is, I mean, it, do you know what? It's, uh, I know it's, it, it, it's a great thing for them. And, and, and it, I suppose it's their sort of, it's their sort of... Um, reason reason to come out of the closet every year. Yeah, <laughs> is, yeah that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a, them, it, I mean... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I must admit, you know, I, I was, I was a, if, in a funny way, Ender, and I'm, I'm allow, I'd, I'd be allowed to say this on air because it's not a secret, but I was very much... Um, the odd one out, if you like, because I lived in a town where there was quite a lot of Morris dancing um, going on in that area. And, uh, of course, I was a kid who was just obsessed with, you know, like uh, Martin O'Connor and, and uh, Dermot Byrne, I mean, De- Sharon Shannon, you know, all the great box players. And I, Seamus Begley and Cooney and 
I, I just, uh, yeah, I just rebelled. I was, I was trying to learn how to play Blackbird when all these guys were playing English music. So I, I was, uh, I was, I was the baddie, if you like. <laughs> but, uh, but do you, do you know what? I, I, no, I, I just, I, do you know, Ender? It's so funny to this day. And you know, we, we did listen to a quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit of Scottish music, Capacaley, uh, the Silly Wizard, Phil Cunningham, you know, all that stuff, and also little bit of English stuff, Fairport Convention, uh, Martin Simpson, people like that, uh, you know, but, but uh, Irish music, to this day, it's so funny, and for a guy who was born in Kent, I mean, I've got an Irish passport, I suppose, because mum, you know, mum's Irish, and, and, uh, and I feel, I feel very, I do, I've always felt more Irish than English, but I mean, I am, a, I am an Englishman, but, but I'm in Irish, with an Irish soul, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, and I just, oh God, Andrew, I just love it, I, I cannot, I, it's bizarre, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I, I think I feel it. I, I don't know what it is. I, I just, I, I feel part of your, of your nation, and I've always been made to feel part of it, and that's a lovely thing. Such a lovely thing. I, I yeah. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. You, you guys actually. That sounded really good, Tim. Oh my god! <laughs> well, what's your? What's your you've, you've you've done so much. Have you? Is there a couple of gigs that stand out as being just wonderfully amazing? Do you know what, Ender? I. It's that's a very good question. I'm and I'm so lucky because I I'm I, I say this and I and I don't say this um I, I don't say this lightly because you know um I, I'm all, I'm somebody who's always um. As you probably know, um, and I, I, I drive people mad because you know I, I I'm so passionate about um, like I, I'm still a massive Begley and Cooney fan, even though Begley and Cooney stopped playing about 20 years ago. But I've still got all the all the I've got the posters and you know, and I just I just um, I don't know I, I I just love it all and uh, I, I was very lucky and I mean a couple of gigs. Um, God, that's a that's such a difficult question because I mean I've had I've been so lucky. I've I played with. Like you mentioned, the Stockton Swing, uh, played with yourselves, uh, a lot of my heroes, uh, Dougie McLean uh, and um, the Chieftains, uh, Brendan Power, um, 
Sharon, I used to debt for Jim Jim Murray a lot when Jim was away with Begley. I used to get the call to uh, to play with Sharon, and and that was an incredible experience, of course, because she was the person really who, well, uh, she, I I always say she saved my life because you know I when I was fifteen I had a uh, what you might call a, a nervous break, well, a, a, an emotional breakdown, nervous breakdown. It's all it's all the same. <laughs> And uh, I had terrible sort of bullying at school, and 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 that resulted in me getting terrible uh, OCD and agoraphobia. And I, I I didn't God Ender. It was it was a dark time. I, I I left school at fifteen, and and I and the one thing kept me going was it was a tape. It wasn't even a CD. It was a a cassette of uh, the first Sharon Shannon album. You remember the green one? And yeah. of course the guitar player on that, of course, was was Steve Cooney. And uh, and of course I I just listened to that every day, and I just. I just couldn't get over it. And, it, and you know what? To this day, I everyone says to me, "What's the best uh, natural antidepressant?" And I say, "Sharon Shannon," it, literally, <laughs> because you know, honestly, if I feel, and, and I, you know, I'm lucky now. I got over all that stuff. And uh, but you know, you, you you have your everybody has ups and downs in life. And uh, whenever I'm feeling a little bit low, I just listen to that album. Uh, you know, because it just it's like a medicine. I just love it. And uh, that pretty much, and I would say that that. The highlight, oh God, this is difficult. This is so difficult. But am I allowed to be very naughty yes, and, yes. and and say four highlights? <laughs> um, do you know what? I'd say <laughs> there are too many. I mean, because, you know, I could easily say the gig in Glasgow with yourself and, and, and uh, the Stockton. But um, there's been so many. What, one of them I would say was I, I got a phone call like eight years ago from Paddy Maloney to... to, to I thought it was somebody winding me up, honestly, I really did. But I, I knew Matt. I knew Matt a little bit. I played in Malloy's and I played with Matt maybe once or twice and got to know Peter, the family, well. And I got this phone call. Paddy, it's Paddy here, Paddy Maloney. And, and I, I said, Paddy? I said, oh, my God. I said, no, you're kidding me. It's, it's, it's somebody. You know, this has to be McGoldrick or somebody winding me up. You know. But, God, it was. It was, it was Maloney. And, uh, and he said, Tim, he says, we, we, I, I love your playing. And, and would, you, would you join the band on a U.S. tour? Oh Jesus! I couldn't. I can't. I couldn't believe it because the chieftains are like literally like my. I mean, honestly, when I was ten, this is no word of a lie. When I was ten, I was growing up in England, and I had a poster of the chieftains on my bedroom wall. I mean, everybody else had, uh, you know, Carly Minogue. I had Paddy Maloney. <laughs> you know, easy that. You know, and uh, you know, and uh, and so Trina Marshall, the harp player, Trina, you know. Trina, it was really Trina, I think, that sort of got me the gig. It was Trina had spoken to Matt, and 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 uh, I think you know uh, Artie or Steve uh, w weren't able to do a tour, and and they wanted somebody who could maybe sort of um, influenced by you know by both those guys to to play. And of course, I I'm a huge you know I I'm I'm a very good person at emulating. <laughs> uh, I mean that I I don't mean to sound that I mean I don't mean that in an egotistical way, but but that's how I learned to play Ender. I I would listen, for example, to uh, to, to Steve and I would learn, you know, the uh, chord uh, by listening and um, until I could play it a little bit like maybe he could. Not as I would, I would never, I'll never ever be anywhere near his level, but I try my best. But um, but the other, the second gig. Uh, so the first one I'd say was the Chieftains in America, uh, New York, uh, the Town Hall in New York on St Patrick's Day. Oh my God, Andrew, I'll never forget that. I I I was crying actually. The band probably don't know this, but I, I was. Um, I, I was crying in, in, in happiness because I, I, you know, I just couldn't believe that somebody from Canterbury <laughs> in England was, was, was playing guitar for, for the Chieftains. I, you know, holy, sh yeah, I couldn't believe it. Holy God. You know, the second one, uh, I, uh, I, 
I've done a lot of gigs over the years with Seamus Begley. Uh, when, 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 again, when Jim was away and Cooney stopped playing with Begley or whatever, um, a few of those gigs have been wonderful. Um, uh, Jesus, it's, it's so difficult. This one of my standout gigs, I think, where I, I knew I played, I was happy with my play, uh, Michael McGoldrick. I, I go back a long way with Mike. He's a, he's a bit like a, I suppose he's a, he's a bit like a sort of older brother. He's like my elder. You know, he advises me on everything, <laughs> even, even on being a dad. He's a, he's a wonderful man. I, I love, I love that man. And, uh, he's done so much for me. And, uh, I, we did a gig one time uh, in Shepley. It, I think it's on YouTube. Uh, somebody keeps telling me these videos on YouTube and it was, uh, in England. Uh, and that gig, we hadn't played together for about two years. We, we hadn't even seen each other, but he's one of those people, Andrew, and you know, Mike, uh, He's one of those people that you you don't really need to 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 speak to every every day. He's just somebody that you know what I mean. Uh, you look, you just sit down and you play, and it just happens. It's 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 he's a he's yeah he's he's a yeah. he's a special guy. And Jesus, the last one, and and this is so difficult because honestly, I could I could easily oh my god, this is very difficult. I mean, Brendan, I should probably mention Brendan Power. We've had some wonderful gigs. Um, but I suppose uh, it's a, uh, mouth, uh, mouth uh, right? harmonica, yeah, harmonica, yeah, he's amazing. Uh, but do you know what? Uh, um, oh God, it's very difficult. Uh, and then Frankie Gavin, I played with Frankie for a couple of years. Uh, but I've got to say, no, one of the the, the highlights and was the first time I came to your city uh, to Galway, and I I was on tour um, with the Sharon Shannon band, uh, Liz Liz Kane and and uh, Yvonne Kane, and you remember the Woodchoppers and. Uh, yeah. Jim, Jim Murray was was away, and I got asked to do the gig, and oh my God, and it was terrifying. I was so terrified because uh, I'd never been to Galway, and we played in the Roshin Dove, and uh, John Dunford was doing the sound, uh, and uh, of course I was a big fan of his mixing because I, I knew his name from, of course, looking at her her uh, her records, you know, and um, it was a big big deal that, and she picked me up at the railway station. I'll never forget it. She picked me up uh, in a little ford escort or something a little this was in i think it was in 1999 or 2000 year 2000 she picked me up and uh, and i'd met sharon a few times but but i you know we hadn't really got to know each other like uh, really really well and we just i mean and that for me was like meeting me you know me fairy godmother <laughs> <laughs> and she just and we just hit it off and, and and in fact i ended up um God, I ended up living with her. She was my landlady for a year, which was an incredible, <laughs> another amazing experience. So, do you know, Andrew, what I must say about, and I, I hope you don't mind me saying it, but about you guys in Ireland, uh, you know, I've been all over the world, and you know what, and I, and I love Scotland, don't get me wrong, Scotland's a great country, it's been very good to me, but, uh, and England, but uh, Ireland, I, geez, and I, I, honestly, I could land in Ireland today. Well, I, I wouldn't be allowed to, of course, with Corona, but I could, and and I would just, I would meet somebody who I know, who knows you or Frank or anybody. You know, it, it's just a, it's an amazing country. I, I mean, for anybody listening who's not been to Ireland, you need to go as soon as, <laughs> as soon as O'Leary yeah. lets us it's, travel on it's Ireland. Still, it's still it's, a very small community, isn't it? It, it is. It is. It's, 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 yeah. it's a small country. It's a great community. It, it's a small community, but it, it's it's you've got a you've got a kindness in your and you've been through so much. I mean, I mean, Jesus, you, you know, I mean, we we, we as Begley used to say, the eight hundred years. You know, you, you you've been through crazy things, crazy crazy awful things. And and, and here's me, uh, you know, a, 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 a an English guy play. You know, I mean, my mum's Irish, of course, but you know, I, ultimately, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I was born in England, but I was. 
God, Ender, I've been welcomed in everywhere from uh, from Belfast to Derry to Galway to Dingle to Donegal. You name it. I, I just, I and we left. Sadly, we we left. Um, long, long story, but but we left Donegal about or oh, about a year and a half ago. And and you know, Ender, I was in tears leaving. I, I was, I was in tears, and uh, we kind of had to come back for a bit. Uh, and but I've always said we will at some point come back. To, to our, I don't know if we'd be in Donegal. Maybe we'll be in in Connacht. Uh, maybe we'll move down to to Goy. Awesome. Ender, I'll be driving you about. I'll be, I'll be. We, me and you could go surf surfing together. In, in uh, surf. yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. But Ender, I've got to tell you. Um, now listen. I'm not in the uh, you wee ba- the wee banjo. Remember the time we had a wonderful time together at Natalie and Donnell's festival in America, in, in Canada, in Canada. Sorry, sorry. And uh, I hope you don't mind me mentioning. But uh, to, to your viewers listening, Natalie McMaster, a legendary. Uh, uh, fiddle player from Canada, and Donnell Leahy, great player. And uh, do you remember that time, Andrew? And uh, I, I had the best time uh, playing with. You. I got to play with you guys. That was amazing. And uh, and also, I've got to tell you one thing about the banjos. Now, Ender, listen, you're you're very naughty boys because you gave me a very bad influence. Check out this, Ender. Come on. <laughs> okay. I got, oh yeah, I got the earring, Ender. Well, this, I'm I, I got this in in Oregon because David Howley. We were going for dinner and dave dave just goes come on let's get your ear pierced and i was like sure, <coughs> why not ender it really suits you it looks great and ender i unfortunately my my ear story is not quite as uh, as exciting as oregon i i was sitting down ender with Isabel, my my long my long suffering partner she's scottish she's a never 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 mess with a scots woman oh jesus she's a <laughs> she's a great woman she's she's through there with the kids and uh, <coughs> i sat down and i said to Isabel, i said listen um Come on, you know, everybody's got earrings. Uh, John Doyle, uh, you know, Ender Skyle, Mick McCauley, you know, Martin Simpson, you know, all these players. I said, it's about time. I, I feel like I need to have a different image. So after <laughs> after Boxing Day, I went, <laughs> I went and I got the I got the ear pierced. Jeez, Ender, I'm not joking you. Did you lie down when they pierced it? Did you have to lie down on a bed? I don't think so. I think I just <laughs> sat there. Ender, I nearly needed oxygen. I nearly passed out. <laughs> But you know what? I love it now, and it's and you know what? I I I I uh, I said to I, I said I think I said to somebody. I said the first week I had it. I said, do you do you think this? Uh, and we were just having a coffee, you know, in the in 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 London. And uh, I said to a good friend, I said uh, I said, tell me the truth, you know, do you do you how do you feel about my new image? Do you feel it makes me makes me look uh, a little bit, you know, like a like a tough a tough guy, you know? And they said, Tim, do you want the opinion? No. <laughs> And and since then, I've just I've I've come to the conclusion that you know what I'm going to keep it because I love it. And yours looks great. Sorry to talk about personal appearance, <laughs> but uh, but listen back to the music now. Yes, now, Ender, so, back to the music. Are you going to play that hornpipe? Should I play the hornpipe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, Ender, I think I think after Kill Cash, I do apologise to your to your viewers because uh, it is early in the morning here in Scotland. It's uh, well, in fact, it's. <laughs> It's one in the afternoon, but uh, but it's uh, that's pretty early for Scottish people, you know. Oh yeah, um, but uh, but let's play a little hornpipe. Um, now it is early, so my fingers are a little bit, little bit, um, little bit, uh, little bit cold. But we'll try a little hornpipe. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So a little little hornpipe here. Um, as as I used to say in Connacht, Tender, a confiper, confiper. That's right, isn't it? Confiper. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. The- <laughs> I've no no idea of the name of this, but we'll hope for the best. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please head over to our website 
webanjo3.com to subscribe, rate, and do leave us a review. It makes a huge difference. See you next time inside the Banjoverse. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.